we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alert for November 30th, 2020. And we're going to switch gears a little bit here. This next part is entitled COVID tyranny in Canada. Now, this is in Canada, but this is what they're soon to be in already kind of already here in America. And definitely the UK, definitely Australia, definitely New Zealand and, and elsewhere. And um, this is Ezra Levant just released this video below and this barbecue is highlighted at the end. This is a small microcosm of what they're doing everywhere now with this COVID agenda. Um, so it understand, we, we may be talking about a small barbecue in Toronto, but this is, think big picture on this. Because they, they want this to be everywhere. This needs to go global. Getting lawyers to go after this attack on small businesses. So he's actually trying to mobilize an army of lawyers to actually go after this legal. Um, legally he wants to take like a thousand cases i think he explains that in this in this particular audio please remember to subscribe and ring that bell so that you get all of our following letter from ezra levant of rebel news it's really exciting news and something you don't want to miss <clears throat> Across the country, arrogant politicians and unelected public health officials have declared war on ordinary Canadians just for living their lives. Millions of us now live under a form of house arrest. Thousands of small businesses are being crushed. But the lockdown doesn't apply to everyone. Politicians have granted exceptions to their friends, including powerful companies like Walmart and Costco. Yep. Amazon is having its best year ever. And just today, we learned that 1,300 professional athletes have been exempted from their quarantines, flying to and from the U.S. Yeah, bread and circuses. You've got to have the professional athletes that can compete in empty stadiums and then bring forth all their social justice messages. And then you'll see all the people that are there in other than the athletes on the field in full mass compliance with all the drug commercials between breaks and then obviously Walmart, Costco and all the big box stores have to keep just churning out and making money, violating everything there there that supposedly the small businesses need to adhere to. They're not doing any of that in these big box stores. It's such an obvious satanic agenda. And it's right out in the open. The ruling class doesn't have to follow their own rules. So as Ezra says, I've had it with this elite war on the little people. I am hiring a team of lawyers defend, to defend every single Canadian who gets a lockdown ticket or at least the first 1,000. For not wearing a mask, for not have, for having a friend over, for letting kids play with each other, for hugging your grandmother, for opening your restaurant and trying to earn a living. For having a Christmas dinner and for living your life. Watch the following video. I have an important announcement and I'd be grateful if you help me share it with everyone you can. I am hiring a team of lawyers to defend every single Canadian who gets a lockdown ticket for not wearing a mask, for having a friend over, for letting kids play with each other, for hugging your grandmother, for opening your restaurant and trying to earn a living for... Now, this is in Canada. 
having a Christmas dinner, for living your life. If you get a ticket for any of that, come to me starting right now and continuing on through the Christmas season into the new year. Normally the words free lawyer don't go together, but that is what we're doing. If you get one of these outrageous unconstitutional lockdown tickets, don't pay it. Don't plead guilty. Don't do it. We're not going to pay your fine. We will fight your fine. What have you got to lose? You can find out the details at fightthefines.com. You can go to that website right now and fill out a form telling us what happened to you. We'll have a lawyer reach out to you to get more information, including a copy of your ticket. We reserve the right to not take every case, but it is my plan to literally fight 1,000 tickets across Canada. 1,000? One of them could be yours. I know this sounds incredible, but we've been practicing on a smaller scale for seven months now. We've worked out a system. We've set up a software program to keep track of all the cases. We've built an assembly line of lawyers, really. We're ready, and this insane, bullying, unscientific second lockdown wave means we've got to launch our new program right now. Go to fightthefines.com to check it out. If you need our help, fill out the form. And if you don't need help yourself but want to help other people, please consider helping us crowdfund the cost of these lawyers. I believe there are enough cases here to keep several lawyers and paralegals busy full-time and a senior lawyer to manage them. I expect the next few months alone will cost $200,000 in legal bills, but we've got a system now that can handle a thousand cases. I want every case because I want to save Christmas for everyone who's about to be hit with a thousand dollar fine. And I want to show these tyrants, these premiers and mayors, and especially the unelected health czars that they're wrong to think they can pick on people who can't afford a lawyer. I want to show the police and the prosecutors that they're not going to have a compliant and submissive population that just rolls over. This isn't going to turn into a cash grab for them either with all these fines. And if they really are going to issue these absurd illegal tickets, I want these government bullies to know that no one's going to plead guilty and make it easy for them. We're going to have a thousand trials of these cases. So you better start building a couple of new courthouses now. If Canada's little dictators are really going to prosecute everybody, they need to know that the system will implode under the weight of this until a common sense judge throws them all out, which I think is quite possible. So do not pay your fine. Don't do it. Fight your fine. Go to fightthefines.com to get help for yourself or to help others through crowdfunding. <clears throat> this isn't just a pipe dream. We've been preparing for this for seven months perfecting our system. We started this Fight the Fines project back in April. Our first case was a Christian pastor named Arthur Pavlovsky, who was fined $1,200 for literally feeding the homeless. What kind of cop does that? The police actually pushed the pastors around. Yeah. They said feeding the homeless. They're on the showing the, the, the picture of, these, of this really big, gigantic, jackboot thug cop pushing this pastor back. And he's just trying to have a dialogue with them. 
was an illegal gathering. I'm serious, that's what they said. So we hired a lawyer for that pastor, and we fought the ticket. And you know, the Crown prosecutor dropped the case without even a trial. Yeah. They knew it was legal junk. It was just a purely political fine. It was just trying to scare the pastor into obedience. But they never counted on this pastor being able to hire a serious lawyer willing to fight it all the way. So they dropped the ticket completely. They didn't want to go to court with such an outrageous ticket. Same thing for a case we took in May for Walter Matheson out in New Brunswick. A cop gave Walter a ticket, forget this, just sitting in his car at a Tim Hortons parking lot drinking his coffee. Take a listen. If you come back, you will not be trespassing. Does that include every Tim Hortons in town? No, that's just one here in Hampton. So, I mean, this guy buys, I'm assuming, a coffee from Tim Horton, but he can't sit in the parking lot and drink it. And he's got these devil cops coming that don't have anything else better to do than harass law-abiding citizens that just patronized you know this this um tim hortons and evidently he can't even be outside drinking a coffee for what reason i have no idea just this one so if you come back you're trespassing there's your ticket leave the parking he might cuss here i don't know Another one. Next one goes up to a thousand dollars. Really? Yes. Thousand dollars for sitting in the parking lot. Next one. Then you can get up to ten thousand dollars for sitting in the parking lot drinking a coffee you bought there. You can get up to ten thousand dollars. How many have you given out today? You're the first. Well, I feel so good about that. You're the first. You're the first asshole. The cop gave Walter a fine, and he swore at Walter. We took the case. Then the cop tried to scare us sending us a threatening letter we published his letter and it backfired on the cop next thing you know the prosecutor dropped the whole case against yeah. our friend Walter. well you, you don't back down to tyranny and evil you 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 stand you stand up to it same with our friend tamara ugolini who was actually charged with a crime just for walking on a beach all charges dropped you see a pattern here police are giving out abusive insane fines because the politicians are ordering them to do it so they're expecting citizens to pay, I don't know, out of fear and compliance. Don't do it. Don't pay these crazy tickets. Let us hire lawyers for you to handle the tickets, to handle the stress. I predict many of these will be dropped without even a hearing. And those that go to court, let us handle that for you too, for free. We've been working out a system how to handle a lot of cases, how to manage the lawyers, how to keep track of everything. We now have a network of civil liberties lawyers across Canada ready to fight. I want a thousand cases. Nobody pay. At fightthefines.com, you can see a dozen of the cases we've taken in Canada so far. And our Australian reporter has now started the same project down under. It's been really bad there. I don't know if you've been following the news. They had a total lockdown for months, curfews, police checkpoints on the street it's terrible we've already taken plenty of cases like a homeless man who has been given a fine for being out past the curfew but he's homeless police fined him more than fifteen hundred dollars because he wasn't at home he's homeless we took the case or this lady who was fined just for being outside alone with her mask on because she was carrying a political sign criticizing the government you see what i mean about police bullying we've had our first so we have that. Um, now, I'm going to go a little bit further with this uh, because these are the same people that have been documenting this Adamson barbecue, uh, which there's a related report. Addison, Adamson barbecue opens for a second day. Owner charged as more show up in support. 
So they're trying to bully this guy regarding this barbecue that he's doing nothing wrong. He's just trying to operate his barbecue. He's got tons of people there to support him. Police come in in droves, horse mounted. They're at blocking off all the roads, even getting to his barbecue because they've got to make sure the sheeple people stay beat down and do as they're stinking told. That's what this is all about. Be a good little sheep. Do as you're told. We don't care if we're not going to give you any justification for why we're doing this. Yes, I know Costco's 400 meters away and their parking lot's jam-packed and they're jam-packed inside and they're able to operate and make tons of money. In fact, they're getting all the overflow from all the small businesses that are being eliminated. But then again, that's all part of the plan to totally annihilate the small business sector. And this is just one evidence of this. Insane tyranny on full display. The little people need to do as they're told. Barbecue rebellion, days three and four. Owner Adam Skelly arrested at Adamson Barbecue. Cops shut it down, changed the locks, board up the hot, the his barbecue, and totally surround the building. And they, they brought in the um, mounted police. Allocating all of these police funds when there's all these other atrocities going on. With the pedophiles and the pedivores and, and the Muslims and, and all the things that are being done just roundabout in government that are criminal. No, no, we're going to ignore all that. And we're going to focus in on anybody that wants to buck the satanic system. That's who we're going to focus in on because we're in the brave new world now. And this is the new normal. Okay, so here's the... Um, here is the report here. David Menzies for Rebel News here in Toronto. And folks, it is day number three of the great Canadian barbecue rebellion. I speak of Adam Skelly and his fantastic restaurant, Adamson Barbecue. It is now the third day in a row. It has been illegally opened. And um, no, I'm not in front of the barbecue. I'm in front of, rather, a Costco. And the reason I'm here, folks, is we are literally within walking distance. I estimate maybe 400 meters away from the restaurant. We're going to find out for sure. And as you can see, it is just jammed to the gills. Uh, you can barely find a parking spot. Um, and, hey, with good reason. Yeah. What a business plan, eh? Yeah. Have the premier of the province shut down all your competition. Right. Where else are you going to go to shop? Exactly. And not just for the essentials like groceries, but um, shoes, flowers, clothes. So if you're in the clothing business, the, the shoe business, if you're a florist, well, you are, you know what, out of luck uh, because you can't sell your wares, but they can behind these walls. It is grotesquely unfair. And also, if the restaurant is being shut down in the name of health and curbing the Wuhan virus, how can you possibly explain the long lineups of people in here, the lack of social distancing? So from a medical perspective, folks, it doesn't make sense. Now, a quick update on Adamson Barbecue. In the wee hours of the morning, city officials um, under the auspices of Toronto Public Health went to Adamson Barbecue, and if you can imagine, they have changed the locks. Now, 
we've been told that there was you a can't let this one little devil surf sheep bow up to the system he has to be made an example of we're going to go in the middle of the night we're going to change his locks you're going to later they board up his whole barbecue we're going to do everything possible so that he cannot operate his business he has to be shown and his patrons have to be shown that they need to love their servitude they need to love that jack boot over their throats and we need to beg satan for more door that adam scaly was able to get in so he is at the restaurant we're going to go there right now and in the meantime i'm going to count the number of paces from this costco to adam's restaurant just to illustrate the sheer insanity of how a little mom pa restaurant gets shut down yet a humongous big box store gets to operate with impunity now if you want to see the original footage from day one i gave you all the links there you, you can see the the crowds of people turning out to support him and the insanity the insane behavior of the cops as well you're going to hear a little bit of that in these videos but for the sake of this study i'm trying to keep this as short as possible just don't get it well folks this is absolutely incredible i'm at the corner of queen elizabeth boulevard and Tamal avenue and the restaurant adamson barbecue he's actually on 7 queen elizabeth boulevard but look at this the police have actually blocked the street off on whose authority is this allowed they're blocking the street off to where you can even get to this barbecue now all the other things down there that i'm sure he's not the only thing down there you can't get to them either but the police are blocking it off because that's where they need to have their priorities this this one thing this shows you how stinking taken over and how satanic things have gotten this is quite literally the king's highway these are taxpayer funded streets there's not an emergency there's not like a an oil spill or a multi-car pileup but they are i guess preventing supporters of um of the adamson barbecue from driving up to his restaurant and um you can see really how the city is coming down with every possible weapon to try to put this poor entrepreneur out of business it's all the king's men and all the king's horses have been dispatched to yep. put out uh the life of this little restaurant once and for all and to the northwest of me here is this humongous Costco where it's business as usual. Can, can you tell us why uh, the street has been uh, shut down? He's talking to the cop there that's blocking off the street. It's been closed down for everyone's protection. Oh. They, just because of all the protests yeah. that's going on there. And that's okay. why he'll take the mark of the beast and beg for it. For everyone's and the vaccine. For everyone's protection. For the greater good. You know, the Bible, or not the Bible, but there's an expression that a coward dies a thousand deaths before he dies. And this is what I keep going, goes through my head just constantly now. All these cowards out there that are using whatever satanic, whatever justification to keep doing what they're doing, to keep serving Satan. A little too many close calls down there. So oh, uh, yeah. You mean traffic close calls? Or? And, you know, well, you were here the other day, right? Yes, so yes, I just, just in case, 
We just okay. shut it down. So that way anyone going by is oh. not paying attention. They don't hurt anybody that's standing on the street. It's yeah. All okay. And, you know, officer, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. No, and we, you know, we, we, we back the blue. But, I mean, surely in this city, with the homicides out there, the sexual assaults, the burglaries, I mean, there must be a better use of your resources than, you know, trying to shut down a little restaurant here. I'm answer that. You're going to have to ask my sergeant or and above as to why we're here so in yeah terms of re reallocating our resources so gotcha. yeah. okay well you stay safe sir thank you, thank you. take care yeah. well folks you can see it's a decidedly different look. so now they're in front of the barbecue there's two cop cars blocking the entrance one of them has a bulldozer thing on the front of it cops around there cops standing in there they all got their little um uh little masks on to show that they're covid compliant with satan and they're just trying to do whatever they can to make sure the sheeple people don't get any kind of traction regarding this. Here at Adamson Barbecue, uh, a huge police presence. Yeah. You would think there was an active shooter event yeah. uh, as opposed to somebody grilling up brisket uh, for the barbecue. And um, the parking lot has been blocked off by multiple police cruisers. Um, not that I think that's necessary, because as we showed you earlier, they've already blocked off the street. So right. there's no car traffic here coming right. to park in the so first So it wasn't enough to block off the street. Now they've, they've actually blocked off the entrance on top of that. So there's no way that you... The only way you can get there is to park your car somewhere else and walk to it. In any event, I think I see Adam getting out of his uh, truck here. So let's go talk to him. Oh, legally, the uh, Reopen Ontario Act, they don't think that, th that, these, that these emergency orders are going to hold up in court, so we're going to challenge that. I have my summons for, I believe it's February 9th, for violating the, uh, the Reopening Ontario Act. Uh, I've been told today, they've changed my locks here. I've been told that... So that is true. In the wee hours, the city, Adam, came and changed your locks here at your uh, restaurant. Yes, they did. My key no longer works. They told me if I try to gain access into the building, into the front of the building, the restaurant space, that I'll be arrested for, uh, I don't know, something. Yeah, and he's trying to get into his own building. He's paying rent on. He'll be arrested, though. On whose authority uh, were the locks changed and these orders of you being arrested for putting new locks in? I mean, is this coming from Toronto Public Health? Yes, apparently Toronto Public Health now has jurisdiction over this building. Now, the back of our building, uh, we have about half the building, the front is uh, the restaurant, and in the back we have a welding shop where we're going to be building some smokers. So we have access to the back of the building, we have access to the property, uh, and at 11 o'clock today we're going to open up and see how it goes. Uh, they actually they just went for a coffee but they've just been here supporting me uh they're waiting until i get charged see what happens see if i get arrested and taken out today adam to me this is a surreal scene uh, it, there's so many police so many police cruisers it's almost like it's an active shooting scene as opposed to a restaurant just trying to cook up some brisket i mean this must be incredible stress for you you're just trying to run an eatery here and serve a lot of happy hungry customers how are you feeling right now I'm feeling amazing. Are you kidding me? Look at everybody who came out to support. I put out a call for help today and the people have arrived. So we're going to open today and we're going to see what the, uh, what the people of Toronto say, whether they want to be able to eat in a restaurant or, or not. You know, Doug Ford told me that as the small business owners, that our sacrifices would always be remembered. But you know what? I did not sign up to be sacrificed and this never went to a vote. And today the people of Toronto are going to be voting.
Okay, well, it's good to hear you're not a sacrificial lamb. The only lamb is going to be on the grill today, I guess. And, uh, yeah. and, and Adam, meaning, I mean... Meaning the small business owners, your, your sacrifices or whatever be remembered. Meaning we're going to sacrifice your small businesses so that we can shut all you down and feed our large mega China-owned conglomerate big, uh, businesses like Costco and uh, China Mart, Walmart, and all the other big box stores to put you all up but but you'll your your sacrifices will be remembered as as all of the small businesses are put out of business that's the plan that's the plan that's the satanic plan and they're openly announcing it in your face they they don't they just want all the small businesses gone that's it the police indicated if customers come here uh you know obviously this will be in violation of the number of indoor outdoor group limits well, have the police indicated that individual customers will be ticketed? They said that customers may be charged with obstruction as well for coming into the restaurant. Okay, well, they should just start gut shooting everybody. I think that's the only really... They've, they've, been, they've been very um, merciful up to this point, and I think it needs to resort to gunfire at this point. All these people, including him, need to be gut shot and let, just let them bleed out slow, film it, Put it up on there on the county web, the city website for Toronto as an example to every all the other little people out there that you don't get out of line and this is what happens to dissenters. Okay, that's what needs to happen. I think you know. I, I, that's I'm just I'm just throwing some mud against the wall there. Logistically, since they've closed off your parking lot here, they how actually closed off the entire street? They've blocked it off here at Royal York, and they've blocked it off there just east of the Costco. So if you want to get here, you have to park on the other side and walk over to show your support. Isn't that funny? I definitely don't think that anybody should pull over on the side of the Gardener <laughs> and park right here, just west of the Royal York overpass. That would be a terrible idea. That was so kind of them not to block off the access to the Costco because yeah, uh, we looked at the so. parking lot and it was jammed. But no health hazard there, I guess, eh? No. COVID doesn't exist at the big box stores. Doesn't exist there. It only exists in small businesses. That's the only place that the COVID-19 scamdemic exists, guys. Didn't you know that? Isn't it amazing how it's so selective? It's just, it, it baffles me. It boggles the mind. You know what? I'm taking a stand today. I say I am essential. Okay. This business is Amen. essential. Amen. And Adam, logistically, how are you going to serve your customers when they come here for 11 a.m., which is less than an hour away? Uh, the door will be open here, the roll-up door. Well, I don't know. I saw on video they might have put some screws in it, so there might have to be some creative yes. ways to, to Not open. only did they change the lock, but they put screws in the doors, and they're doing everything they can do to make sure this... I, I, God bless him. I have nothing but love for him. I, I, I just have nothing but love for him and anybody like him that is doing this. I just pray legions of angels will be loose to these, to all these small business owners that are pursuing righteousness and that those that are not saved may be among them, that they get saved and that God use them mightily for his glory. The doors, I'm not sure we haven't gained access to the building yet. And in addition to all the fines you got yesterday, do you think you'll get additional fines today as well? I did not receive any fines yesterday. I received some summons because I was in contravention of this Reopening Ontario Act. There was no fines laid on me or anybody else. Today, what they've told me is if I open up the building, I'll be charged with obstruction. Okay, well, let's... Let well, let's see how it plays out. We'll be here to cover it. All right, sounds good. Well, folks, it is the morning after, and the great Canadian barbecue rebellion has been quashed. 
all the king's men and all the king's horses, and I speak of King Mayor John Tory, made certain of that. And as you saw, Adam Skelly was led away in handcuffs into a police cruiser. He'll be having a bail hearing at this courtroom in the hours ahead. And what Adam was charged with, well, um, one count of attempting to obstruct police, one charge of failing to leave when directed, one count of mischief and failure to comply with the Reopening Act. And, um, well, Mayor Tory, he's, uh, he's gleeful about it. He was on uh, morning, uh, on breakfast television, rather, and this is what the mayor had to say, quote, he, Skelly, is putting people's lives at risk oh, yeah, in terms yeah. of the spread of the virus. Yeah, but it's fine, though, to go to Costco, where they're crammed in there, no social distancing, tons more people, but it's because it's one of their buddies and it's a big box store and China owns it. That's fine. They're, see, because COVID-19 doesn't exist there at any of the big box stores. It only exists at small little barbecues and small little businesses. And that's the only way that you can possibly contract it. And, and the, the hypocrisy, you know, it's just that God's righteous judgments need to be upon this wickedness. Because if this wickedness is allowed to continue, this will only worsen by the day. End quote. Really? Really, Mr. Mayor? Adamson Barbecue is the uh, uh, super spreader for the Wuhan virus when just 400 meters down the road, there is a Costco superstore packed to the gills yep. as usual. But little <clears throat> Adamson Barbecue, that is the problem. I find that extremely hard to believe. And also, it speaks also to the double standard and the hypocrisy that we see in the nation today when it comes to the rule of law. You shut down railroad tracks for weeks on end, causing harm to the Canadian economy in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Police will just idly stand by and twiddle their thumbs. You can have a violent protest in the name of racial or social justice and right. law enforcement and the authorities. Yeah. They just turn the other way. Absolutely. But that, then that same dynamic goes on here in America. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, that whatever they do is fine. It's sanctioned. It's good. Cops will stand down. But if you, if you represent righteousness in any way, shape, or form, if you stand up to Big Brother in any way, shape, or form, that has to be annihilated and quashed in, 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 in an immediate fashion. And this is where we're at. And this is unfortunately getting worse and going global. America's probably one of the better places and one of the only places left where it hasn't maybe got to this point quite yet. But again, that depends where you live in America. All mom, pa, restaurateur tries to reopen and commits the egregious crime of trying to make a living for his family and to serve hundreds of customers, well, Mayor Tory, you will throw the book at him. And by the way, um, Premier Ford, there's plenty of blame to go around here. And if you can just put down that heaping spoonful of cherry cheesecake for a second and listen to me, here's my question to you, Premier. What happened to your 2018 promises of Ontario open for business? What happened to the promise of for the people? Clearly, that is not the case. You, Mr. Premier, have not come as advertised. 
So we'll see what happens, like I said, in the hours ahead when uh, Adam Skelly has his court hearing. We will definitely cover his trial, of course. But you know what, folks? It's too bad that lying and hypocrisy and embracing a double standard is not a criminal offense in Canada. <laughs> because I would argue that it would be Mayor Tory and Premier Ford yes. on the stand here. And wow. I think I'd throw away the key. Amen. For Rebel News, I'm David the Menzoid Menzies. So we have that. Now let's go to day four. This is even more further into the aftermath. David Menzies for Rebel News here in Toronto. Well, folks, I'm back at the scene of the crime. I'm not talking about some drug den that was raided. Rather, Adamson Barbecue. As you know, yesterday, Thursday, Adam Skelly, the owner was hauled off in handcuffs to 11 Division, and he's having his bail hearing sometime today, Black Friday, or more likely uh, a better term would be Bleak Friday. But, wow, can you believe it? The restaurant is shut down, yep. boarded up. Yep. There they are boarded up the restaurant. and uh, The windows are all, and they had a lot of windows. Boarded all up, top to bottom. I mean, locks were changed, boarded up, probably way more i mean there's no way he could even get in there now trespass notices all around there must be close to 50 police officers several police cruisers once again uh yeah. queen elizabeth is they got the whole road blocked off again and uh, police officers there off. but i don't think he's there to even open so they're not anticipating as many people showing up because the owner's not even there where he could even try to open at this point He's in uh, there's jail. There's no access to traffic. And uh, there is a large group of supporters that are here to show solidarity uh, for Adam. And believe it or not, uh, even though the, the grill inside the restaurant is closed, there is um, an impromptu barbecue that's been set up. They're cooking hot dogs and sausages here. And that kind of springs to mind the craziness of how we're enforcing these Wuhan virus regulations. There's clearly more than 25 people gathered out here. Uh, they are cooking, uh, which was what Adam was doing, and yet there, there's no fines, there's no summons. Not that I want that to happen, but why is it okay for this to exist today and it wasn't okay for Adam to do it yesterday? And of course, there's the other factor that just 400 meters away there is a jam-packed Costco. They have their own food service kitchen. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. But Another relevant point is the fact that does the city of Toronto actually have the power to do this, to seize private property, uh, to have law enforcement come when you, up? When you're in a dictatorship, you do whatever you want. And that's where we're at. We're just in dictator, totalitarian dictatorships. And this is becoming, this is rearing its head more and more and more. And, and that's what we're being shown, that the, the rule of law doesn't apply. It, they have a rubber ruler. They stretch it any way they want to stretch it. And you just need to comply. On mass like that, I can tell you, uh, my boss, Ezra Levent, he's gone through the regulations. Uh, he's looked at what uh, the chief medical officer, Dr. Ellen Davila, can do. And there is a stipulation where she can have the police go after an individual, a typhoid Mary, if you will, someone that's spreading the disease. But it doesn't seem that there's anything in the regs that says you can shut down a business 
and haul off the owner and the process seems to have been violated. Dr. Davila did not go to a court and get a judge's order in order to get police to come here. Apparently it looks like she just sicked law enforcement on Adam, which again is an absolute breach of the process. In any event, I'm going to uh, go into the crowd and talk to people here and find out why it is uh, they are coming here in the first place. What brought you all the way from Red Deer down to uh, Adamson's Barbecue here in Toronto? So following this story for the last few days, we just saw that the opportunity like in out west um, for what this gentleman was doing was absolutely phenomenal to stand up against the the establishment basically and say you know what i'm going to follow your rules i'm going to follow your guidelines but i'm going to stay open and i'm not going to stay biased to people who have exemptions to masks or whatnot i'm going to serve the public and then to watch this gentleman get basically a totalitarian communist act brought upon him by coming in sneaking in locking his doors up Coming in with the when you, I saw the horses come in yesterday and the, all these horses come in and then they're <laughs> they're calling it a riot and we watched you yourself, oh. Dave. You got knocked on your butt. They've basically taken over someone else's property and taken him into jail for no reason. Their original reason was uh, because of lockdowns for health concerns, um, because the city, you know, from COVID and everything. But if you were to take that to court, they can't. There's no uh, health risk or. Um, anything that's happened here like no COVID deaths no COVID sickness like they can't prove that there's anything wrong no, or dangerous no. that's happened here so Absolutely. it's it, it, it's unlawful basically the message I want to send to you you officers we're facing a time right now where you have to accept tyranny is rising up and you've got to go home tonight look at you look in the mirror look at and your, they're the instrument they're one of the main instruments of that tyranny is and ask yourself one fundamental question when do you stand up for freedom and stop enforcing tyranny like I did to protect you. They're talking about the COVID uh, emergency. I'm assuming maybe he was, maybe he went to war type of thing and to, you know, under the auspices of like, you know, protecting your country. I think that's what he meant there. And they're using the public health as a pretense and they're using police to enforce uh, legislation that doesn't have police of force attached to it. There's what they're supposed to do if they found he was in contravention, give him a fine and then close him, right? Because he's not in compliance. Then the next day he's still open, another fine. The next day, another fine, another fine, another fine, until it goes in front of a judge. When they hand out these fines, what has happened to us in Alberta is when they got us into court, they were thrown right out. What they're doing is using this as a ploy, as a smoke and mirror scare right. tactic. When Adam gets into court, it's going to be, they either made his name, spelt it wrong, or they did something wrong on the paperwork, and everything will be thrown out. Yeah. Well, it's coming Hopefully. up at 3 o'clock. I can tell you, people have been here for hours, and it is a very unusual standoff, isn't it, folks? We have so many police officers deployed, and we have people on the other side of the temporary fencing um, I guess they're here to show solidarity, but um, you have to wonder what the point is in terms of this police presence. These aren't the type of people that are going to raid the restaurant and vandalize it. Quite the contrary, uh, they are the guardian angels uh, for Adam Skelly. But just in case things get out of hand, we also notice the paddy wagon, if that's not politically correct uh, to refer to, yeah. uh, is parked around the corner. So if uh, people are going to, I guess, press the issue, 
there might indeed be more arrests here at Adamson Barbecue. But once again, business as usual, just down the road at Costco. Shop till you drop. Okay, so um, to, to kind of wrap this up, I'm going to play this one last short clip of this video. It's from the same news network, Rebel News. It's a different reporter. Canadian police and public health department have no answers for why legal mask exemptions are not being accepted. But they are more than happy to arrest you if you're not wearing a mask or in full compliance with all their insane COVID edicts. So this is just a great example of just further insanity. So the fact of the matter is, you've been asked to leave. You have to leave. You have to wear masks in here by not wearing masks. You're so it, it's these jackboot thug cops. She's in some type of mall setting, not wearing a mask as a reporter. And they don't really care about any exemption she has. She just has to leave and comply. The current legislation in regards to the uh, emergency act. And you can be charged $750 tickets. So. Yeah, I was on the website this morning. Uh, again, I caught wind of this this unfolding here at the market. No, I, I realize I'm not, so. I mean, I'm just reporting here. Okay, so let's step Sorry, what's your name? I tell you, it's, it's amazing to me how many people have sold their soul to Satan. I mean, it's so out in the obvious now who's a Christian and who's not, you know? I mean, if you're if you're in this camp where you're you're doing this type of stuff, you're going to burn in hell. You're going to burn in the lake of fire for eternity. I hope it was worth it. I really do. Because it's so obvious now who is on the side of righteousness and who's not. Now, I'm not saying everybody not wearing a mask is, is a Christian. But at least you're trying to pursue some semblance of righteousness. And you still have a real good chance to get saved. But I don't... I believe these people that are that are going along with these mask edicts and are especially the ones that are enforcing this stuff and they're at the spear tip of going along. I mean, it's not even bad now as far as persecution. Can you imagine if you fold under under these type of circumstances? It's not going to take a whole lot more pressure for you to take the vaccine and to even capitulate even further and even give up more of your liberties. It's just better to die on your feet than die on your knees is all I'm saying. And I don't mean getting violent even regarding this. I'm just saying whatever it takes, you resist tyranny. Donnelly. Come on. Recently, I've been getting lots of concerned emails from individuals that there are several layers, pun intended, to the mask mandate apparently being enforced without exception, which are being heavily aggressive in their enforcement. And I have the footage to prove it. I'm Tamara Ugolini with Rebel News, and in light of what's happened to Adam Skelly, I'm also bringing you more concerning authoritative... Adam Skelly's the guy, the, the barbecue owner, which I we haven't got any more updates on that as of yet. ...during the peak second wave in what officials would have you believe a super spreader event with aggressive agitators. <laughs> Except what started out as coverage of an individual who is exempt from the mask mandate simply ordering a coffee at a subway in a mall on a chilly Saturday morning turned into an altercation with police where I was able to ask a lot of pointed questions. So he must have went into the subway in the mall, ordered a coffee without a mask on, and that and he had a mask exemption. Okay. And that turned into this thing. Now, we we're doing the same thing here in North Carolina. And 
you know, we, we're at ex, we're at Executive Order 180 with Cooper. And I went up the other day, and um, they make it extremely hard to find, but there are mask exemptions. And basically what it boils down to is that if you have trouble breathing in a mask, you're exempt. And most of those mask exemptions exist everywhere else. They just are hoping you don't find them, okay? And I put it on a lanyard around my neck, and wherever I go, it's in the lanyard. And if anybody, I, I had one lady, first time ever, walked into Harbor Freight the other day, and she offered me a mask, and I said, no, I have an exemption now. There's a lot of people that walked in there, though. It's the first day of the new executive order. She didn't give me any hassle at all. She was very nice. And I, I was nice to her. I, I'm not I'm not there to get in confrontations. I am there to, to stand up for my rights, though. And I have a genuine... Um, but nobody knows about it. The, the lady that's leading Reopen um, North Carolina, she wasn't aware of it. I sent it to her. And that's a, that's a great way that you can have, when you have the documentation on you and you can show it to the worker or to the cop, it's very, very hard to argue with that. And I got everything printed out, the executive order number, what page it's on, the actual verbiage that states it, and the fact that it says that you don't have to show proof of, of um, your exemption or what, even though I am showing them proof, okay, by giving them the exemption. The website addressed the whole nine yards. I'm just a really big one on, if you're going to go to battle, go prepared. And these exemptions most likely exist for every other state in America, and I think they exist for Canada as well. They're just hoping you don't use them and you don't have them on your person when they confront you. And all I'm saying is that it's just one more weapon that we can use. With very little answers check it out can you tell me a little bit about what what the altercation was that ensued here this this morning oh i just came in here to warm up for a few minutes because i'm here to support the uh people that are here and uh the security guard over here comes in and tries to bully me and intimidate me and tell me i'm trespassing okay and i, I made it, i made it clear that i the rules here at this mall don't supersede provincial law. The mall is like totally deserted too. I mean, I guess everybody's afraid to go or whatever. You know, it looks just deserted. Earl, the uh, mass mandate, no, I don't see it ending because they're trying to put Peterborough in the yellow zone now. Even though Peterborough has virtually no COVID cases. It's, since the beginning, we never had a curve. There was never a first wave. There's certainly not a second wave, yeah. but people in Peterborough want to keep tightening things up. And everybody in this city is just going along with it. doesn't matter. It's a hoax. It's a total lie at this point. But that doesn't matter. We're still going to push the satanic narrative and see how much the sheeple will take and, and, and comply with. I think it's just fine that their freedoms and their rights are being taken away. And I'm just shocked the way people are just going, laying down and, and having their rights taken away from the rights that are grandfathers fought for in the world wars they'd be rolling over in the graves if they saw what was going on okay and these people just uh just sit back while they're taken away can you tell me a little bit more about the policy you have in place so i think this is the devil security guard that ended up kicking him out with with the masking it's on the door Right, and so, so I was actually... said it's on the door. ...on the Peterborough Public Health website this morning, and it clearly denotes in there that exemptions exist, and they are to be honoured. 
and that someone with an exemption does not need to provide proof of that exemption. Exactly. Are you honoring that same yeah. mandate? But I think it's better if you do have the exact verbiage of the exemption and just say, I have trouble breathing in the mask, have it there for them, even though I don't even have to provide that by law, by their mandate, per their mandate. It's still better to have it. And it also makes you look official and, and like you, you've got your stuff together. So he won't answer. He's just sitting there, which is a very common theme for this video. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but just a little bit. Is that bit. the mandate you're honoring? He won't answer. He's just a devil, a little spineless devil. How long do you intend to enforce this mandate? Anything for a paycheck. Spineless. Is there an end in sight for the mandate? <laughs> Never. What do you hope to achieve by enforcing this mandate? And is there a way to measure the efficacy of not allowing people with mask exemptions into this space? <laughs> no, he's too much of a coward. Have you received public health guidance on how to enforce the mandate and what you're planning to achieve by doing so? Oh, sorry, I, I didn't realize I was being asked to leave. I'm just here reporting now, he on a story the, that I've been- He got the cops. He, he called the, the cops because he's too much of a coward to deal with this nice little polite reporter from Rebel News. So now that we've got two little sold out to Satan cops in their little masks that are going to con um, confront her now and tell her to leave and escort her out of the building, even though she has a mask, you know, a mandate per the whole government, it doesn't matter because- the rule of law or mandates, they don't even matter. It's all a facade. It's all a ruse. Just comply, do whatever you're told, and, and shut up. I'm about you not abiding by the uh, exemptions that are in place. Anyway. So the fact of the matter is you've been asked to leave. You have to leave. You have to wear masks in here by not wearing See, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You've been asked to leave. You have to wear masks in here. It doesn't matter if you have an exemption. It doesn't matter if it's right off the government website. All that matters is what we say. Breaching the current legislation in regards to the uh, Emergency Act, yeah. and you can be charged seven hundred fifty dollars tickets. So. Yeah, I was on the website this morning. Uh, again, I caught wind of this this unfolding. And when here. he's burning in the lake of fire, he could take comfort in the fact that he worked for Satan and was and kicked people out, innocent people out, and was threatening them and probably giving out $750 tickets. He could take comfort of that when he's burning in the lake of fire. Market. No, I, I realize I'm Now he's getting here. aggressive. I mean, I'm just reporting here. He's a tough guy. And, sorry, what's tough your name? guy. Donnelly. Donnelly. Come on. <laughs> oh, there's someone's immune system we oh, found. Yeah. The immune system, yeah. She found a, a mask somebody discarded outside. She said, oh, there's someone's immune system because that's way that, the way they treat masks. Like, that's your immune system. That's your protection. Yeah, um, so, you're still, so you're still on private property. Oh, where does the yeah. private property oh. end? Oh. On the sidewalk. Oh. And you got like five people escorting her out. You went grabbing some identification. I actually don't have it on me, but if you'd like, we can walk to my vehicle and I can provide that to you. So it seems that the mandate enforced by public health, which I was just on their website this morning, um, it does allude to the fact that exemptions exist and they should be respected and that no one has uh to prove that they are exempt from no but that doesn't matter to them the, the mask mandate so why is that not being upheld here in peterborough they won't answer they're little cowards too are either of you familiar with the mandate set out by public health 
I wasn't actually asked to leave, and I did. She's showing the. She's literally showing the government verbiage right from the website as a screenshot on the screen. But it doesn't matter. There, evidently. If because uh, I understand that that you showed up to enforce. I'm not sure what exactly. What are you enforcing the here? The Trespass to Property Act. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. That, you have to identify yourself. So, so we're going oh. to do that. Um, I'm going to my vehicle to identify myself. In the meantime, we're just walking and I'm- Show me your papers. The, uh, the public health mandate states that exemptions exist and no one should be denied service and uh, that they don't have to prove- And why they're they violating all of that. They're violating every right. She's even trying to comply. It doesn't matter. You're violating everything. They, they don't so care. You can file a human rights complaint. I don't care. But at this point in time... Yeah, he don't care. You can file a human rights complaint. He don't care. Again, take comfort of, the, of your words in hell, which you will repeat. You'll hear over and over again, your words in hell. I believe that's how hell works. You know? You get to repeat all this, the garbage you did in this life over and over and over again. And it'll never be atoned for because you rejected the blood of Jesus Christ. That would have covered those, but no, no, no. You had to have it your way. You had to be a big man. You had to be a good little minion of Satan and do it your way. Well, then you'll get it your way in hell. I just um, want to come on and... Okay, now this is Ashley from Reopen NC. I've been communicating with her. Reopen North Carolina. I've been communicating with her. I actually sent her the, the, the most current Roy Cooper mask exemption for... North Carolina. She wasn't aware of it, and it's what I've been talking about, that almost every state has these things. You just got to dig to get them. They're not, they don't want you to know about it, okay? I had to go to the frequently asked questions on these executive order things, and it wasn't anywhere on the way. It, it's, but pray about it. Dig for it. You can probably find it. And that's what I have in a lanyard when I go into stores now. I know it's it's a pathetic state of affairs that we're in that that you know we and I understand it's going to come a day where that's not going to matter either or whatever. But I'm just trying to do as much as I can fight this wickedness till I can't fight it anymore. And so this is Ashley, and this is her uh, her uh, little speech she just gave. Talk to you guys just a little bit today about some things that are happening. Um, I have tried so hard to remain positive. I have tried so hard to. Um, you know, to lead, to lead this movement, even though, you know, this has been a really heavy burden. It's been a heavy burden for me personally. It's been a heavy burden for my family, but it's something that I have felt all along has been, um, a burden that's been put on my heart and on my life by God. And I've never been shy about talking about my faith. And I really do believe that Christ has called me to this work. Um, I referenced yesterday the verse from Galatians that we have been called to live in freedom. And from our freedom, we're supposed to love one another in freedom. I truly believe that America was ordained by God to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. But you guys, if we don't stand up right now against tyranny in a united fashion, united against the evil. Yeah. You see what's happening in Canada. And that's why I chose to play this video after the Canadian ones because Canada is about a step ahead of us overall in the implementation and she's on the front lines again this is reopen nc you can find her on facebook ashley smith and she's you know there 
trying to fight the good fight, but this is her observations. It's pure evil. Let's just call it what it is. Evil is on parade in every downtown Main Street, in every city across our nation, and in every state. Evil is being praised. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. They don't even care. They have no fear of us. They have no care to even try for one second to cover up their evil deeds. Because good men and good women have stood by and done nothing. And that is exactly why we are in the position that we are in now. Friends, we're at a precipice. We are on the edge of a knife. I am seeing things happen right now. I am hearing about things. In the position that I've been in, I have people reaching out to me all day, every day. The atrocities that people are sharing with me, it's a heavy burden. It's a heavy burden to carry, um, to know, and to try to fight for people, and to try to fight beside people just for things that are normal freedoms that we're guaranteed as American citizens. Do you understand? This is exactly what has happened in other countries, Nazi Germany being one of them, where people slowly watched as their neighbors were having their rights taken away, and as, you know, they were losing their ability to gather, and they were losing, you know, people had to um, wear the yellow star if they were a certain religion, and they were being segregated. What do you think is happening right now with the masks? What is happening with people being told that they cannot receive health care for a normal medical condition like pregnancy, where they should not even be wearing a mask because, hello, you're pregnant, you do not need to have your oxygen flow restricted, and yet you're being denied medical care for your pregnancy because you can't wear a mask for a legitimate medical condition. People with real medical issues are being denied health care for a virus with a 0.003% death rate. Our hospitals are not overrun in and, North Carolina. And that death rate's not even accurate that she quoted. It's less than that, far less, actually. But according to their statistics. I dare say they never have been, maybe small pockets, but I know of many hospitals who have furloughed employees. And yet people with legitimate concerns and needs, health needs, health care needs, cannot have their health care needs met. What in God's creation is happening right now? Let me tell you something, people. If you are not angry... You're not paying attention. That's the point blank truth. If you're not pissed off yet by the things that are happening, it makes my blood boil to see people being harassed while they're on a treadmill running in a gym that they pay a membership to because they cannot wear a mask. <laughs> it makes my blood boil it's a good to, way to hear about That's pregnant. a good way to kill yourself, to run on a treadmill with a mask on, breathing in your own CO2 violating OSHA standards as soon as you put the thing on, breathing in all the petrochemicals through these surgical masks that, I mean, it, it's, it's absolute total insanity. Women being denied ultrasounds and being denied health care because they cannot wear a mask. People, if the things that are happening right now are not bad enough to make you rise up and stand up and demand we have our liberty again, you're never going to. You'll never do it. And by the time you figure it out, it'll be too late. And your freedom will already be gone. You better hear me. You better heed my words. I swear it is coming from a place of love. This is a peaceful movement. And we have done everything to be a peaceful action group. But you guys, a government that fears its people is where people have liberty. But when people fear its government, you have tyranny. And we better figure out which one we want. And we better do it quickly. Because our days are numbered. 
and we're going to get to a place where we're not going to have the luxury of fighting against this. Things are going to rapidly, how does it feel right now? To me, it feels like we've been on a speeding bullet train yeah. for the last year, and it's gone from normal to what the hell is going on in a very short period of time, right? Things are just happening faster and faster and faster. It's like drinking from a fire hydrant. I say that all the time, and that's yeah, literally how it true. feels. What's going to happen over the next three months? If we don't stand up right now, if we don't unite brother to brother and arm to arm, whatever race you are, whatever creed you are, whatever religion you are, you know that this country is the last stand for freedom on earth. We better take it back, guys, for our children, for our children's children. We're, we're not going to get this chance again. I'm serious. This is serious as a heart attack. And right now, where is the Republican Party in North Carolina? Where are the conservatives who are supposed to be fighting for us for election integrity? Uh -huh. Where is the General Assembly on these illegal, unconstitutional overreaches of executive power from the executive order orders of Roy Cooper? Where are our legislators? Where are the ones? Where are the judges? Where are the attorneys who are supposed to be fighting for liberty? Stand up! If you're out where, where are the Christians? Where, where, where are the 501c3 ministries? that have all these flocks all around the country, church on every corner, where are they? Nowhere to be found. They're going along with the whole agenda for the most part. Most of them are. There are exceptions, I get it. But the exceptions are just that. No, 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 it's the other way around. They're going along with, oh, obey Romans 13, whatever they tell you to do. They tell you to take the mark of the beast, you take it. Now, I'm not saying the vaccine is the mark of the beast, but it's the closest thing we've got I've ever seen to it, and they're telling you to take it. I've listened to the Christian broadcast, and either they don't say nothing about it, or they're saying it's going to be a wonderful thing when the vaccine comes. Telling you to take your tests and just comply. They're not even, they're, they're not even acting like it's an, even an issue. Of course you're going to take the vaccine. Of course you're going to comply. That shows you how satanic the current 501c3 corporate church system is. All the false prophets out there that have been praising Trump and all this other stuff for all these years, saying he's God's anointed, all this stuff, this reprobate devil from the pit of hell, whether he gets in or whether he doesn't, he's evil. He's the one that initiated Operation Warp Speed. He's the one that wanted the vaccines before the election and was dissatisfied with the fact they weren't coming quick enough. These messenger RNA vaccines full of nanotech that are going to totally rewrite your DNA and turn you into a cyborg. Only God knows at this point what the tests are doing. After what we just covered with the tests, I would tell you to avoid the tests just like I would tell you to avoid the vaccines. I don't know. But Taylor has... The, her, some of her people that she's acquaintances with, like I said before, she has noticed a defined difference in their behaviors after they got the tests. A lot of them were vehemently against the agenda. They were vehemently against them. They seemed like they were woke up. Now, all of a sudden, they don't care. They're apathetic. All of a sudden, it's very, very strange. Like I said from the beginning, I wouldn't mess with any of it. I, I wouldn't. I, all I can say is that God is bigger than any problem that you've got. And he can make a way where there seems to be no way. But it might have to be you taking that first step of courage. Even if it means losing your job or whatever. 
all I'm telling you is after what I just covered today, can I in good conscience tell you to get those tests anymore? I never did to, to begin with. I, I've said all along avoid the tests. I just didn't go so far as what Celeste Salome was saying is that they're going to damn you to hell forever. I never went that far of a route. Because now you're speaking on behalf of God. You're acting like, oh, I know what's going to happen to you. No, God's greater than all of this. But we're going to have to have the courage to, to stand up and bow up against it no matter what the costs are. And, and to me, every time I do a study now, it just becomes more and more apparent that this COVID-19 agenda is the satanic line in the sand. And there's no escaping it for any of us. We're going to have to make a decision. Are we going to give in to it? Or are we going to resist it? And this is what she's talking about here, essentially. Something, please, make it known. It's time. It's time to stop hiding in the shadows. It is time to tell everybody you know that you stand for freedom and you will accept nothing less. Nothing less. We have to hold the line. We have to hold the line. It is so important. It is so important. We cannot back down. If we back down right now, if we quit right now, we will never get this opportunity again for the rest of our lives and we will regret it. I fear we will regret it every day that we draw breath. When we look around and we have to tell our children and our grandchildren about a time when the United States used to be free. People, please hear me. Stand with me, please. We have to get passionate about this. We have to be united. We have to be a heart on fire for truth and for love and for victory and justice. And for what God intended for this country. To welcome every religion and everybody and every creed and every race and to love one another but to know that that freedom is because god gave it to us and we have to acknowledge that because if it's a government that gave it to us just like we see it's a government that can take it away we can't stand for that the government does not have that authority in my life and they cannot have it in yours either we are the people we the people of this united states demand our freedom and we will not take one iota less than what god intended for this country and if you believe that and if you want to stand for freedom come out tomorrow and be part of this movement come stand in front of the governor's mansion and tell roy cooper that we will have our holidays we will have our freedom we will have our health care and we will not be bullied into submission that, by you that's where i went when they had the satanists went there i don't know some months ago where they're going to have their black mass or whatever there in front of the governor's we went there. That's the same place. They just went yesterday. Anyone else? And I swear if it takes the last breath, I will fight this fight. Because if I don't, who's going to? Stand with me, please. We have to unite. We have to be against this. Guys, I got a message this morning, and it's a mom pregnant with her seventh baby who is being forcibly removed from a health care facility because she has a legitimate health care reason to not wear a mask, and she's being denied health care. Seventh pregnancy, 33 weeks pregnant. I've been a mother in a high-risk pregnancy. I cannot tell you how badly that makes my blood boil. <sighs> Listen, I, I, I think the passion that is surging... That, that should surge through every red-blooded American when we hear about atrocity, that is what separates us. That is what makes us America. Yeah. You want to talk about making America great again? Make American people great again. American people, make America great again. Don't leave it on one man.
This is our responsibility. I mean, if, if all the Trump supporters would just mobilize against this wickedness, we'd have enough to turn this around. But they're not. They're not. Some, but they're not. Most of them aren't. Most of them are like, oh, no, no, I don't want to go against the government. I get the government edicts. Oh, this is vaccine. I'll probably get, end up taking that. Well, Trump said it was good. Trump, Trump's the one that author, authorized Operation Warp Speed. Do you understand when I've said that they're accomplishing more under Trump's term than they would have ever accomplished under Hillary? Because they would have never, the right would have never, ever, ever been lining up to roll up their sleeve to take the vaccine. But they are because Trump's still in office. And if he gets back in, all it's going to do is validate all the false prophets that said he's going to get back in. He's the anointed of God. True, Q was right all along, even though there's been multiple false prediction after multiple false prediction. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm from a satanic agenda. I think they're, that's what they're, I, I'm still going to stick with that as well because all I'm seeing on alternative media is how, you know, Trump's going to turn the tide or whatever. Granted, I don't know if that's going to happen, but it would seem from a satanic aspect if they want the best amount of compliance with this COVID-19 agenda, there's no better way to do it than to get let Trump back in there for another term. Our country, this is our land, this is our United States of America, and this is my North Carolina, and I am not going to let Roy Cooper destroy it. Are you? Because I'm not. But I can't do it alone. Please, stand with me. Fight with me we better all get passionate about our freedom. We better be as passionate about our freedom as we are about sitting down to Thanksgiving dinner. Because I did see some people rising up yesterday and I saw some protests happening because people thought they, you know, they had to stand up and fight for their turkey. But I'm telling you what, you better stand up and fight for a lot more than that. Because they are coming for everything that you hold dear. And this socialist, leftist, liberal agenda, this radical left, will stop at nothing until this country is completely unrecognizable to those of us who love liberty, freedom, and truth, and everything good that America has stood for in this world. We better preserve it right now, because if we don't, it will be gone forever, and we will never get this chance again. You guys, it's, it's heartbreaking to even be in this position, to even be seeing the things that I see. And I know I, ca I carry a burden. It's a burden I chose to get messages every day from dozens of people about what's happening to them and the, the uh, injustice that's happening. Um, sometimes it's unbearable and I just have to turn my phone off. I have to just um, ignore it. We don't need a recount. We need an audit, James. We need an audit of the governor's race in North Carolina. We have a petition going for that. And that is what we're trying to do is to... Um, get enough signatures pulled together to have an audit of our governor's election because that is what we need. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just feeling very emotional today about this, you guys. It's Black Friday. They're not curtailing everybody's shopping habits, but they sure wanted to try to clamp down on how many people could be at your Thanksgiving dinner table, huh? What in the world? Yep. How have we let our government get so out of hand that they think they have the right to tell people how many people they can have in their house on Thanksgiving? Are you kidding me? This is not the America I know and love. And it is not the America that I'm going to stand for. I, I swear, I will not stand for this. So we have Ashley's impassioned plea there. Um, then this is good. Brazilian president says no, will not take the COVID vaccine, and neither should you. During a brief press conference broadcast live over multiple social media platforms, Bolsonaro, the president of Brazil, said that he has already decided to refuse a future coronavirus vaccine. Now, 
you better you might want to pray for him because he would be prime assassination material when when they when any president at that level bows up to the new world order regarding something like this usually they're not around real long i'm telling you i'm not going to take it it's my right he said the right-wing leader has repeatedly stated that brazilians will not be required to be vaccinated once a chinese coronavirus vaccine becomes widely available bolsonaro reiterated this at a press briefing saying that brazil's congress was unlikely to require brazilians to take the few to take a future coronavirus vaccine the brazilian president also expressed expressed skepticism about the effectiveness of the use of masks during his live broadcast implying there was little conclusive evidence of of it successfully curbing the transmission of the virus and here's all the documentation from that Bolsonaro had tested positive for the coronavirus at least two times after contracting the virus. But it was probably, you know, he probably had influenza, which would have showed up as that or a common cold or maybe the remnants of a flu shot. Okay, all that's going to check positive for coronavirus, just so you know. Or, you know, he said initially he suffered from a low-grade fever and mild symptoms both times. Oh, oh wow, that's going to kill you. Low-grade fever and mild symptoms. You know what, guys? People are still going to get the flu. They're still going to get the common cold during 2020. But see, the difference now is that it's all being lumped into COVID-19. Anybody. All you have to do is have the symptoms. You don't even need to be tested and they'll count it as that. They've been doing that back since like March that we've talked about. So announcing his positive diagnosis at a press conference held outside of the grounds of Brazil's presidential palace... Bolsonaro stepped back and removed his mask to demonstrate to the public that he was absolutely fine despite the mild symptoms. Yeah, somebody that actually has sense. Then we have this. Supposed good guy, Republican Florida Governor DeSantis, eagerly awaiting the mass vaccination of Floridians. Regenerate, Regeneron drug cocktail antibodies approved for FDA by Florida. So, hate to play this one, but this is from uh, Dr. June here. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. Uh, I know it's weird going live this early on a Saturday morning, but we have some emergency news, okay? Uh, Regeneron, the company Regeneron, has received FDA approval. Okay, they have received FDA approval for their antibody cocktail. They received FDA emergency use authorization for Florida. Now I'm going to cover, I'm going to do a brief little snippet next on Regeneron to refresh your memory on the teachings where I've talked about this and, and how horrific that stuff is. Let me repeat that again. They have received the antibody cocktail FDA emergency use authorization for Florida. So let's hear what the governor has to say about this. Hello, this is Governor Ron DeSantis. In recent days, we've seen more breakthroughs in the fight against COVID-19. Regeneron, a new monoclonal antibody therapy meant for those most vulnerable. First of all, does that name not make you eerie a little bit? Monoclonal? Mm. 
COVID has received its emergency use authorization is now on its way to hospitals throughout the state. This effectively doubles the supply of BAMLAM, Eli Lilly's monoclonal antibody treatment that arrived at hospitals just over a week ago. BAMLAM. Like BAMLAM, Regeneron will be administered by IV and should be taken shortly after receiving a positive test. Both treatments are meant to keep people out of the hospital. BAMLAM and Regeneron meant for those most vulnerable to the COVID-19 scamdemic. In addition to BAMLAN and Regeneron, Eli Lilly just received EUA to use the drug Ferocidnip to treat hospitalized COVID-19 patients. I don't even know what these things are that he's talking about. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it's all wicked and evil, though. A clinical study in Europe found that it may enhance survival in patients with severe COVID. Oh, please spare me. More good news about the vaccine has been coming out. Yeah. December 10th is the date that the FDA will meet regarding the Pfizer vaccine. We anticipate the FDA to review Moderna's vaccine mm -hmm. shortly thereafter. The ones that will rewrite your DNA and, and turn you into a cyborg. Importantly, I spoke with the top pharmacists at both CVS and Walgreens involved in Operation Warp Speed yesterday. They assured me that as soon as they have the vaccine in hand, they are ready to deploy to Florida's over 4,000 long-term care facilities. 4,000 long-term care. They want to kill off all the old people first. Kill them off. Because they're the useless eaters. Turn them into cyborgian. Uh, cyborgs that have their DNA rewritten. Grandma and Grandpa ain't going to be the same. No, they're going to be They're gonna be a whole lot. If they survive the shot, they're going to be a whole lot different when you go to visit them. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm telling you the truth. Begin vaccinating the residents. Fortunately, more than 3,000 long-term care facilities have already signed oh, up. Oh, good. Our goal will be to provide vaccines to everyone. Why doesn't he just say hail Satan between sentences? Because that, that would be a little bit more accurate. Long-term care facilities throughout the state. And of course, the initial doses of the vaccine is estimated to be 40 million by the end of December nationwide. It's important to know that each vaccine requires the individual to take two doses. Of course so it does. 40 million uh, doses will represent the vaccination of approximately 20 million. So they'll get 20 million, uh, what, Floridians? Americans. Now that obviously is not going to be enough to vaccinate everyone right at the beginning. Oh. So there will be priorities set. And in Florida, we are going to set priorities yep. focusing on specifically those most vulnerable elderly residents in long-term care Of course, care you want to kill them first. As well as our frontline healthcare workers. Yeah, frontline healthcare workers. You, you, there's no, there'll be no more line in the sand, guys. If you, if you work at a hospital, you work in a, you're going to get the vaccine first or you're going to have to leave. Okay? I'm just telling you right out. Unless you got some way, some way of, of, of fudging the numbers or whatever. And, and acting, looking like you really did get vaccinated when you didn't, you're going to have to make that choice. Interacting with vulnerable patients day in and day out. <clears throat> As more vaccine becomes available, we, of course, we're going to want to get that into the broader senior community first and then into the broader community at large. Yeah, good. But as we anxiously await the vaccine, I think it's important to double down on protecting our most vulnerable, hey, particularly... Man our vulnerable seniors in long-term care. Oh, so amen. We can Kill them quick. double our efforts to protect the most vulnerable until the vaccine is deployed. Yes, and isn't it ironic? What he's talking about with the silver-tongued devil is doing the exact opposite of what's actually coming out of his mouth.
This is the mass eradication of grandma and grandpa is what this is. But we're protecting them because Satan would never deceive you ever. Help safeguard the lives of thousands of Floridians. Oh yeah, Accordingly, right. I've set aside an additional five hundred thousand rapid tests. Oh good, so that they'll have more false positives and they'll be able to infect more people with the hydrogel or whatever. Only God knows what they're putting into people from the tests, because that's why they're having the tests to infect people, to get the false positives, to implant you with hydrogel, and only you know, only God knows what else. So make sure they're going to keep pressing and pressing and pressing these tests because the tests are the doorway that get you to the vaccine. And can they can keep faking their devil numbers and keep cooking the books with their fake tests. Oh, all long-term care facilities will be able to test all staff, oh, all visitors, good. and all contractors. Amen. We have all longed for the day when our long-term care residents can return to normal. Oh, they will, in the casket, or maybe in zombified form, as they transform into something not even fully human. Who knows? Will I Am Legend rear its ugly head again, and we'll have a whole bunch of grandma and grandpa zombies roaming the streets with all the, with all the healthcare workers. I doubt, though, they're going to want it to happen that quick. They're going to want to make sure everybody's vaccinated, or as many people as they can try to get vaccinated before those really, really, really bad side effects, or maybe that nanotech is actually really activated with the 5G networks. Because who knows what all that nanotech's going to do when it starts cross-combining in your body, and when it gets the signal from the 5g to reform into who only god knows what all the time while your dna is being rewritten from these things no there's there's no red flags here at all though guys not one bit oh my goodness happy thanksgiving oh isn't that wonderful man they they are trying to convince society that we are going to return to normal (laughs) Well, let me read you some things, Brian, that I discovered about this. Are you ready? Okay, this company, Regeneron, it mixes with its biotechnology. So, anytime that we talk about... uh, They want every single treatment for COVID-19 to defile your DNA. That's what this is really all about. They don't want... As bad as hydroxychloroquine is, and I've done multiple studies on, on like the 100 plus side effects of that stuff, it is still not defiling your DNA like these other treatments that they've got, the vaccines, Regeneron, Remdesivir, all these other ones. It's not the same level. Now, the vaccine is the ultimate thing they want to get in you, but they want to make sure the other treatments they have for you are very horrific as well. You know, where they mess with our genes and stuff, that's where Christians uh, have a reason to pause. So, as far as this cocktail that he's talking about that received emergency use authorization, it is for people who have been diagnosed positive with COVID. They can take it from ages 12 and up and are at high risk for progressing to severe. Oh my. Yeah. Uh, Even though it has a 0% kill rate of anybody like under 50. Basically. And that's even if you believe their lying statistics. <laughs> I 
it's just amazing what they've been able to pull off with this scamdemic that has, you know, no merit as far as kill rates. Um, go to part one and part one on the John Hopkins thing. Again, we covered that. I had to insert that Saturday because they took the video down so quick. But, you know. Now, I'm going to just do a quick section here. Regeneron Exposed. Um, this is from my newsletter that I just released three nights ago. And it's from a listener named Virginia. It says they're using genetically humanized mice. Humanized mice. Part human, part mice. To make the antibody drug named Regeneron. Also known as Regen Cove 2. Antibody cocktail. Which is just what reptilian Governor DeSantis just gave us the green light on. That they're going to have that available to the high risk covid patients it's only made from a, a from a genetically modified mouse that's part human what's not i mean there, there's no there, there, there's no red flags there not not one bit here's the link to the actual uh, press release investor.regeneron.com they're not even trying to hide it uh, for so many years, I, I know that like going even back into like when I started releasing my newsletters back in like 2000 or even before, I don't really know when I started releasing. I think it was like 20 years ago. You know, I would have people look at me. If I saw them in public, they would be looking at me sideways like, man, you really believe that stuff you're putting out? You really? Because back then it was like a lot of this stuff was more in its infancy. Now it's like it's all being vindicated. Almost every bit. Of everything I've ever covered in the past. Granted, there's still a lot of things that have to play out. But it's not its not conspiracy theory anymore. It's conspiracy fact. Just fact. And Satan's all out in the open now. But he was hoping he'd keep enough people dumbed down for a long, long time. To when they finally woke up, then it'd be too late. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. I'm just saying that's what he's tried to do. I, there, hey, there was a lot of years I didn't know about any of this stuff. Anyway, this goes on to say the Regeneron uses unique genetically humanized mice to produce optimized fully human antibodies and bispecific antibodies. The website states they're derived from either genetically humanized mice or convalescent humans and later states mice which have been genetically modified to have a human immune system. <laughs> That's what they're using in Regeneron. What could possibly go wrong? Oh wow! And then my I did a I did a uh, one of my audios. It was from ten nineteen twenty part three. I did a section on Regeneron there, and I'll just read you the table of contents. Listener comment: Trump's Regeneron antibody drug treatment. Because remember, Trump was the one that did this, and all of a sudden, Superman. All the memes were Trump, just like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Trump's got COVID-19. Melania does too. Will they live? And then he, he's, they, you see him and he's just, you know, he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger on steroids. Coming back from the dead because he took Regeneron. Oh yeah. But, and in the, he said that it was a miracle from God that saved Trump from COVID. And that was the Regeneron he gave direct credit to. Well, 
you know, it's kind of funny because another thing about Regeneron that we didn't mention already is that it's derived using aborted fetal cell lines. Aborted babies. Yeah. Humanized mice and aborted... Why is the aborted babies always part of, of the whole cocktail? Maybe Satan knows he's really cursing you on a level you can't even comprehend when you get these vaccines and you take these drugs derived from that stuff. Because it truly is pharmakia and sorcery. And sorcery is going to be the way, one of the chief ways the, the Antichrist and the false prophet deceive the whole planet. Well, I got news for you. Anybody get the, gets these vaccines or takes this Regeneron and stuff like this, you're going to start, you're probably going to start operating on demonic autopilot. All of a sudden, you're going to go from having a conscience to not having one anymore, not even understanding what the concept of a conscience is. That's what I predict. I don't know. As I compile more information, I don't know what other conclusion I can come to. And I'm not. I'm not saying that like I'm angry at my listeners because they've already taken it or something. I'm. I'm just saying, in general, that's what's going to happen to people. Is my prediction. I, who knows what's going to happen to them? Will it be like I am Legend? I don't know. I don't believe it'll be that way initially. Not right off the bat. They want to make sure they vaccinate a whole heap and help of people. Before something like that would happen, but maybe they won't have control over it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Satan's so eager to get this big satanic show on the road. I don't know. So, yeah, Regeneron is um, developed using aborted fetal cell cell lines. Isn't that wonderful? But it's supposedly a miracle from God, according to Trump. Imagine that. And then another uh, freedom alert I did on 10-13-20, part four. Trump's miracle drug Regeneron, we, we exposed it there. That was the first time I talked about it. And then surprise, surprise, Trump has ties to drug maker Regeneron. And now its stock is soaring. Talk about blood money. Let's go a little bit further. UN hires 100,000 info volunteers to correct wrong think. Think we're not in George Orwell 1984? UN. The backbone of the coming New World Order, the One World Religion Under Antichrist, everything. The UN is going to be the epicenter backbone. I've been saying that for years. They just hired 100,000 volunteers to correct wrong think. The UN is joined with the World Economic Forum, which is going to bring us the global reset. They're the ones doing it. According to Klaus Schwab, to announce a global coronavirus news service declaring the time has come for a new social norms that seek out and correct wrong information. Scott Johnson being at the head of the list for all his egregious evil things he said over the years. I'm just kidding about that part. But it is kind of true to a certain extent. I would be one of the ones they wouldn't like a lot and me and a lot of other people. I'm sure we could agree on that. They probably wouldn't approve of what I'm talking about today. I just got a feeling. Observing that social media is a mechanism for driving opinion on a host of issues, the two globalist organizations announced Thursday they want to combat dangerous misinformation. When COVID-19 emerged, it was clear from the outset this was not just uh, another public health emergency, but a communications crisis as well. Because, see, a lot of people were getting a lot of truth, and they don't like that. They don't like that kind of communication. We're going to create this new social norm called, quote, pause, take care before you share. 
we're equipping people through this new social norm with a bit of information skepticism. The UN is also encouraging social media influencers to help spread what it selects as real news about the scandemic, recruiting them in the tens of thousands to spread the digital messages and lies the UN itself has deemed necessary. So far, we've recruited 110,000 little sellout devil lemming shill volunteers and we equip these information volunteers with the kind of lies about how misinformation spreads and ask them to serve as a kind of digital first responders. Like, you know, a real first responder. They want to be on the scene, Johnny on the spot, to make sure that those people are reported and then kicked off of the social media or YouTube or wherever. Because the one thing the devil hates, it's truth. He loves lies though, loves them. But he will not tolerate truth. And that's why this ministry is called Contending for Truth. And I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. As long as I have a platform to do it. But, like the Bible says, the night is coming when no man can work. I don't know how much time we've got. I've never seen things so bleak, so dark in my life ever. But God is greater. Jesus Christ is still on the throne, and so is Father God. We need to never lose sight of that. UN Chief Antonio uh, Guterres is pleased to enter the global information age and seek out, quote, wrong think. If that's not George Orwellian, I don't know what is. Put your trust in the UN alone and all will be well. It's his simple alternative message. So the worst liars on the planet are telling the rest of us to trust them. That's rich. Let me see if there's another. I'm going to try to get this next one in. Cyber war declared in US and UK to quash vaccine hesitancy as nations prepare for mass inoculations. News organizations and journalists who raise legitimate concerns about Operation Warp Speed that Trump instituted will be deplatformed to make way for the new required saturation of the pro-vaccine messaging across the English-speaking media landscape. Now, here's the thing, guys. The more people that get the tests, and then really the more people that get the vaccines, they're going to start getting their little built-in army that are going to be fully compliant with whatever they're told to do like mind control slaves literally so the more people that get vaccinated the less problems they're going to have with humanity understand that that's why it's so important for them to get this vaccine into everyone as quickly as possible because a lot of people are waking up in just the past week um the national security states of the U.S. and U.K. have discreetly let it be known that the cyber tools and online tactics previously designed for use in the post-9-11 war on terror are now being repurposed for use against information sources promoting vaccine hesitancy, like this website. Just like the Toronto police is being repurposed to target Adams, Adamson's barbecue, when Costco's 400 meters away with, you know, 100 times the people going in there, not social distancing, parking lot packed to the gills. Yeah, but they want to 
major on minor and minor on majors. They want to take all their cops and put it to Adamson's Barbecue so you can't go there. Well, that's what they're going to do now with all of these other governmental agencies. They're going to start targeting anyone putting out truth on the vaccines. You can go to all the, the, the line propaganda websites all day long. In fact, that's where they're going to funnel you. Drudge, CNN, you name it. Anything that's putting out lies and evil, they're going to funnel you there. But they're going to make sure that websites like this are impossible to get to or they'll take them down. Again, I don't know how much time we got left, but it's not going to affect anything I'm doing as far as, you know, I'm just going to keep going as <laughs> much as I can. Um, let's see here. So then, yeah, so they're, they're going to be used to target sources promoting vaccine hesitancy and information related to COVID-19 that runs counter to the state line narratives. The new cyber offensive was launched on Monday by the UK's Signal Intelligence Agency, Government Communications Headquarters, which um, seeks to target websites that publish content deemed to be propaganda that they say is propaganda that satan says is propaganda that raises concerns regarding the state-sponsored COVID 19 vaccine development and multinational pharmaceutical corporations involved because that's all that matters is getting that vaccine in you similar efforts are underway in the u.s and the u.s military recently funding a cia-backed firm to develop an ai algorithm aimed specifically at new websites promoting suspected disinformation related to the COVID-19 crisis and the U.S. military-led COVID-19 vaccination effort known as Operation Warp Speed. Thank you, Donald Trump. Both countries are preparing to silence independent journalists who raise legitimate concerns over the pharmaceutical industry corruption or the extreme secrecy surrounding state-sponsored COVID-19 vaccination efforts now that Pfizer's vaccine candidate is slated to be approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration by months set. See, they know all the side effects are coming too. And I believe they're going to have to, they're going to really, really, really clamp down from here on out, guys. I hate to say it, but we're seeing them doing it. Because when all those horrific side effects start coming up, they're not going to want people posting that on social media. They're not going to want... Um, you're, I've heard people are getting their text messages censored now. If they type the wrong thing on their phones, they're going to have all the AI algorithms in place so you will not be able to tell your friends that you just, you know, grandma just took the shot and now she's a zombie. I know I'm, I'm being a little crazy there, but who knows? They're not, I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to try to quash as much of that as they can. That would be what I would think Satan would do so that they will get maximum compliance from the masses. Pfizer's history of being fined billions for illegal marketing and bribing the government officials to help them cover up an illegal drug trial that killed 11 children, among other crimes, has gone unmentioned by most mass media outlets, of course, which instead have celebrated the apparently eminent approval of the company's COVID vaccine without questioning the company's history or that the messenger RNA technology used in the vaccine has sped through normal safety trial protocols and has never been approved for human use. Also unmentioned is that the head of the FDA's Center for Drug Evaluation and Research, Patrizia Casavoni, is the former 
Pfizer vice president for both product safety who covered up the connection of one of its products to birth defects. Imagine that. Essentially, the power of the state is being welded like never before to uh, to police online speech and to deplatform news websites to protect the interests of powerful corporations like Pfizer and other scandal-ridden pharmaceutical giants, as well as the interests of the U.S. and the U.K. national security states, which themselves are intimately involved in the COVID-19 vaccination endeavor. All right, I'm totally over on time on uh, part three, so we will see you in part four. God bless you.